Welcome to It's a Music Thing, a podcast about music. Each week, your host tries to bring stories from artists and others in the music industry. Go ahead and subscribe on iTunes. Check us out on all social media. Instagram, at It's a Music Thing MB. Facebook, It's a Music Thing. And the website is itsamusicthing.com. If you feel so inclined, you can drop your host, Dwayne Larson, an email. It's a music thing, MB at gmail.com. Without further ado, here is your host, Dwayne Larson. Welcome back to It's a Music Thing, the podcast. I am your host, Wayne Larson. Today's show, hopefully you listened to the other three episodes with uh, Johnny, Yotam, and Baz. Because this one, I get all three of them kind of in one place. One place in my computer, anyway. Uh, I get them all together, and we talk about the LA Brats. The LA Brats are is a, you know, a production company, all three of them put together. And we kind of learn... I intentionally stayed away from it in all the interviews with them separately. But this one, we get into what the LA Brats are, what they do, how they came together, kind of how each guy does his separate thing, because they all do very different things, yet very similar. So it was really great to sit down and talk to all three of them, because, I mean, talking to them all individually is amazing and great, and it it, ugh, it was it was wonderful. What, what more can I say? All three guys are super sweet, super nice. So getting the chance to get them all three of them together, I wish it could be in one spot. You know, I wish I could be in LA being nice and warm, but over the computer, over Zoom, that'll do. So I hope everybody really enjoys this episode because I really enjoyed bringing it to you and the previous three and I enjoy bringing everyone to to you realistically because it, it gives me a chance to to learn about people's stories and I hope you guys and you people and you folks and everybody out there really enjoy listening to these things. So yeah, this is, this is my conversation with the LA brats, Johnny, Yotam and Baz. Also a big thank you to the, the WPG magazine for bringing me into their, their podcast community. It's, it's been great. I, I love it. They have a lot of great things going on over there. Lots of new content weekly, if not, you know, more, you know, daily, bi-weekly, whatever. There's always stuff up there. Head over to any of their socials, check them out, or just head over to the the website, the WPG.ca, and check out what's going on. Hopefully, the restrictions are easing a bit, which has been nice. So hopefully, some things will be going on by the summer. It would be great to see their events page just blow up. So there you go. Here you go. Here's my conversation with Johnny Yotam and Baz, the LA Brats. All right, I guess uh, first and foremost, who who am I talking to today? The LA Brats. Yeah. And that consists of Baz, Johnny, and Yotam. Um, yeah. Thank you guys. I you know I've talked to each of you guys individually. You've all shit talked each other, and no one's heard it yet. So now you can yeah. all do it face to face. So thank you for sitting down and talking to me all together. Of course, pleasure. Yeah, man. Um, yeah thanks for having us. And. 
this is kind of going to deviate away from the way I do most of my normal podcasts, but how I'm going to start with this question is how did you guys all meet? Uh, I guess went through like the fat rec family, fat Mike, no yeah. facts. Yeah. I was about to say like swing your party, but I'm saying <laughs> that every time. So I, I think it's kind of yeah, man, that was way better. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely like the, the fat family to Mike. Yeah. And so, you know, you, you guys all have, you know, the fat connection, the fat family. When can you remember back to when you actually met each other for the first time and what your first impressions of each guy was? Oh, for sure. Well, with me, the first time I met Baz was in Fat Mike's bedroom in uh, San Francisco. (laughs) (laughs) I like where this is going. All right. Fat Mike was in a dress. Baz, I think you weren't. And uh, we were listening listening to some music together and uh, he introduced us. And he said, uh, "Meet Baz. He's a genius. Meet Yotam. He's a great songwriter." Yeah. And uh, and with Johnny, it, it, it was pretty 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 much the same, maybe without the bedroom and the, and the dress. Um, huh. Mike just thought it would be a good idea to pair us and uh, and have us work together and write songs together. And uh, look what happened now. Like the the three of us are just. Yeah, then we then we we worked we recorded the Tommy and June album together, Yo Tommy and I, which Baz is actually on. He's on. He's the third. It's, it should actually be Tommy and June Baz, but um, right, you did drums and yeah, I did yeah. a couple of things. I think Tommy and June was the, the beginning of uh, the collaboration uh-huh. because I helped a little bit, really, very, very like uh, discreetly. But uh, then like uh, we met, like we worked together with Johnny during Home Sweet Home session in Burbank two years ago, and Yo Tommy, yeah, we met like when I was like discovering his solo album that's when like you have yeah. like your time songs from mike about your solo record and then you did the thing with johnny mm-hmm. so like it's, it was an evolution of course in the relationship so with you you three guys kind of all come from different backgrounds but similar backgrounds like musically so what what was the catalyst for starting off la brats I, you know, after um, just working together and seeing like the the various like um, skills we each can bring to the table and have, and like realizing that there's like so much. It's not just engineering, it's not just songwriting, it's not just performing, but like, you know, we 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 felt like all of it fell into this umbrella of producing, and we we'll all have the like production strength together. And you know, I just especially now, right, with 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 the change in our whole world of COVID and all that. Like um, it's we're just trying to stay busy, right? Like yeah, trying to trying to stay productive and like it's the band touring thing, all that whole side of it is kind of on a hold. So at least we can work and stay stay on on point and continue to try to write and and release music together. Yeah, I think also there's like this part of the the you know like the complementary skills like uh, in uh, all the thing we can do that really like uh, drive drive us like. Uh, you know, like we have like this whole panoply, um, like this spectrum of uh, skills, especially like the great songwriters, singer, like uh, and uh, instrument players. We can like really, whenever we have a um, interrogation, like we can refer to each other. You know, and that's really pleasant. And uh, also, especially during those times, it's like encouraging to feel like part of a team. And you're like, uh, oh, damn, I'm stuck with something. I can relate to my partners on. Moving on, that's yeah. pretty, so that's also part of the 
the you know the chemistry and the combination. Yeah, I, I know when I first started working with Baz, um, I was like blown away at your like uh, you know, the pace of how you work. How quickly you were able to just create something. And same thing with with Yotam when we first went in the studio together. It was just like bam, 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 bam. And that was like, okay, you're at, we're at kind of at that same level where we can yeah. get shit done, you yeah. know, which is like huge part of production, you know? Yeah, I think between the three of us, we cover a lot of ground uh, individually and together. Like uh, we each uh, specialize in, uh, in, 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 in different territory. It's not that like one, one is better and the other is not. It's like we're all like, let, let's say if I'm working with someone on a song, so so they're gonna chime in and just like Bass said, they're gonna chime in and give their two cents about it or, or if uh, Bass is mixing something uh, or like a, a show, so he'll send it to us. So it's like, uh, I think be, like between the three of us uh, through this collaboration, we reached this result that we're very proud of. And uh, I think it, it could help many, many, many artists that are you know struggling to reach this result. And yeah. And speaking of roles and specializing in things, what is each of your guys' kind of roles within the LA Brats um, team? And second part of that too, what what have you learned from from one of the other guys that maybe you weren't quite you know caught up on as far as like whether it's mixing or sound or engineering or even songwriting? Uh like if if we are like to be like really like uh, uh, you know like specific uh, specific, we would do like uh, uh, you know like uh, in, in instrumental uh, vocal guitar, piano would be like more like uh, Johnny. Your time would be like more like songwriting and like uh, uh, production production like because yeah because of all the production he did before Lebrat he had like his sharp ears you know that allows him to give us. A good feedback on what he wants and like what we should be aiming uh, for. Yeah, aiming for. And that would be like more like the drums and technical aspect of it, engineering and like uh, video editing, this kind of stuff. If if we had to like uh, uh, yeah. uh, separate, but like it doesn't really work like that. It's like uh, most sometimes I can come come up with a songwriting idea and uh, uh, then uh, pass it to your time and to. Uh, having Johnny uh, changing some calls or like uh, track uh, what I'm doing. So like he can take over the engineering work. There is like this uh, communication in skills, right? And I I feel like we all learning of each other. For sure. It's not like uh, we are letting somebody do his own thing. It's like, oh, you do like this like that, let me try it. And then we took, and that's how we, um, you know, like uh, keep, evolving individually through that uh, project yeah i know like i i know i um every day even just like working with vas because i work with since uh, your time has been in israel right now because of covid but um you know every day you i learned something like damn my bad he's just super technical super great work that work ethic so it's very inspiring to be like all right i gotta step it up and like what can i do and on the other hand I, it makes me realize the strengths that i have that are different you know like um, I, I also feel like when it comes to production and working with people and, and, and recording and tracking and especially with vocals, it's like where I feel the most confident, you know, yeah. and like Yotam can like write us 10 songs in an hour. It's like, which is amazing, like, you know, like to have that strength. But when we work together, it kind of, all, yeah, you're right. It all like 
however yeah. we can help each other and support if baz needs vocals for something and needs my feedback and boom we can work fast together and that's actually what makes it so great there's never really of a struggle when we start to work it's just yeah quick and fast and we get it done and move on that's what grief plays on you never you never hit the wall you know like whenever you feel like stuck you just pass it and you're like hey dude i'm, I'm stuck can we can you help me or like you know It, it's never like, uh, damn, we all stuck at the same point, no, because we have such a different brain and ears. Mm -hmm. And uh, look at the uh, artistic production. We always like make it go further, which is exciting. Yeah, and uh, I just want to add that for me, uh, for many years, I, I always wanted to pick up piano and I, I was always afraid to approach it. And I always felt shit that I don't understand. It's like looking at a Chinese board for me. And uh, just uh, Johnny and Baz and being around them and watching them play because they're both great piano players and just uh, having, I, I don't know, there were certain points when I was in the U.S. that I would sit with uh, either of them and they showed me some chords. And then I, I found the confidence like through that to just sit on the piano and force myself to play. So now I can actually, well, I'm not the greatest. I don't think I, I, I'm far from being good enough to perform, but I'm good enough to, you know, understand how this thing works so i thank you guys for that yeah you're welcome 500 please <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow i'll send it paypal and so when you guys get approached to do a project is it kind of like a group um consensus whether you want to take it on or not and how do you kind of decide what kind of projects you want to take on or is it more kind of on an individual basis I, I think we'd all be excited to work with, you know, a, a paying client, really, because I feel like anybody that want is willing to go to that length of like seeking the right service or the right people to do their work. I mean, they're, they're, they're taking their art to some level of like seriousness, right? They want to like, they're going to come to us because they, they trust that we can, we'll give it care. I mean, I think no matter what, like there was a time when we were maybe a little more picky and choosy of what we wanted to affiliate ourselves with. But now that we, we, you know, it doesn't always have to be like produced by LA Brats if we're working with something. It can be like we help somebody track some drums, which is like we can do like that or help them even write a song. And so, you know, I, I feel like at this point, it's like we have a lot of connections from what we've done and a lot of friends and people that are approaching us. Like we still want to work with you guys because we enjoyed working with you guys. But I mean, we, we put our rates and our services online and pretty much for anybody that, that wants to you know, try to, wants to better their, their art, you know, and I think we can in, in a lot of ways, you know. I mean, it's always better when the song is good or the song is better and you, you, uh, right away you have a vision of, of what, how you want to take, you know, work on it. So it, it's much easier that way. It's like less work, but, but either way, I mean, anyone who's, who has enough passion to, you know, to, to bust out a tune and like record it or even record like a demo of it and send it our way. We'll obviously do our best to, to work on it. If they want to work with us. Cause you guys yeah. offer the, like the LA brats offer, I'm just on your website now and you offer an array of things you can do like composition arrangement, um, studio time, TV scores, um, music transcription, graphic creation. So it's, it's kind of like a one-stop shop for any kind of artist that, that, you know, like you said, wants to take it seriously and get right into it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I personally uh, have been around for a while and I haven't seen another, like 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that, Johnny? <laughs> no, uh, we, yeah, yeah, that's that Johnny. That Johnny dude. You, you guys are too sharp for me today. I'm after a few glasses of wine. Well, I'm, I'm kind of like down in this bottle here alone. Sorry. Yeah. Go on. No, no, it's 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 okay. Um, good. Now, now I can't even remember where I was going. We're saying you've been around the <laughs> box. So, so, so we're we're offering so so many services, and I I haven't seen, I I don't know of any other group unless it's like you know a a, a group specifically working in Hollywood for movies that their site would kind of look like that, and they'd offer. I I don't know of anyone who's doing this type of thing. So I I feel. Like, unless you guys know of someone who's... No, no, in, in the, like, alter alternative, like, kind of like a small, uh, you know, like, group of people working and it's such a, like... A, a range of... Yeah, multitude of, of things. It's like, no, it's not, it's not, it's not there already. That, that means, like, we... We need to spread the word to spread the world. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think, I think that's the driving thing that actually brought this whole idea to fruition was, like, Man, like you don't just record, man. Like just Baz here, like the video editing that you're capable of doing is like top notch, and that's something that we all went, hey, you know, you we need we need to be able to promote this. We need to be able to offer this to people because you're doing it anyways, yeah, yeah. and it's kind of undefined. And you have it's like not easy work. Same thing with writing or composing or arranging all these different things that we feel like we didn't exactly know how to to uh, offer people this sort of gave us that outlet to be like, dude, let's like offer it all, anything we can do, even songwriting lessons. Mm -hmm. These are things that are like, this is what Yotam does on, on, on his free time or, you know, lately, all your time or whatever it is. But <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, 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 I gotta do that now. Well, it's fantastic though, because like, that's something that we're, I mean, where do you, how, where do you get that? You know what I mean? It's like, and it's again, just another little thing and why not put it on the website? Yeah. And, um, it really, it really is why we, we got to do this. And, you know, it's funny because LA Bratz is a name that we were going to call the Tommy and June project. It's been this name floating around for, for a couple of years now. And so um, in, in coming from our last production team, which you did with Mike and the decomposers, we just wanted to sort of have our own little new names because it's a different service that we're offering now. Mm -hmm. you know I mean? Not just selectively producing who, Fat bands, which is kind of what we were doing with the decomposers. Yeah, and um, which was you know great year for us. I think we just had I think five albums that we all worked on made it on some top. Yeah, lists of 2020 albums. You know, the Get Dead album was an album we finished in the, for the, the number one record. Yeah, according to the Fat Record fans, I think I don't know what <laughs> Fat that is, but but you know, so like this this new production, we went with LA Brats. It's kind of like it just felt right and. It, it just was a new start to show like, Hey, it's so much more that we can do, you know? And, and I mean, um, the fact that you guys all come, come from like punk rock backgrounds, DIY backgrounds, where it's like, you've got a bootstrap and like hustle and make shit happen that I think it, it, it shows in the work that you've done and your work ethic, because you're, you're all very approachable. You're all very sweet guys, but you get shit done yeah no yeah yeah i think the hardest part of the the reconversion right now would be to exactly like coming from the diy world to open up to another you know aesthetic mainstream. and style and main, mainstream even if it's even if it's still like a root stuff but uh if we can like um de-root ourselves you know like uh go see somewhere else hip-hop 
jazz. Yeah, uh, expand the range of, of styles. Even if it, even if it's still like an independent artist or like small, it doesn't matter. But like at least to prove we can um, be like a composer, arranger, uh, uh, engineer for like different style of music. Because for now, I feel like that's uh, the the challenge of uh, this uh, new company. It's like to show people, people like yeah, we can do a, a we can write a good funk song too. Is there a genre you you're interested in, maybe kind of like tiptoeing into and kind of seeing what you can do outside of like you guys had said, like the 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 punk rock community? I mean, dude, ba Bass has been doing all kinds of stuff. He's, he, that you, it, it's punk rock, like idealism, I guess, right? Yeah. Idealistically, but like stylistically, like arrangements, orchestral arrangements, and like you know. Um, I know Yotam has, you've done stuff that's more singer songwriter. Like, I mean, I've heard songs you've written Yotam that are not, they don't feel like a punk rock song. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I, I'm, we're working on um, like film right now. Like we're trying to write and, and come up with, with music that can be appropriate for that, for like scores or like background music for TV shows and that mm. stuff. Like now we're entering this whole, like, again, like this mainstream world of like of supplying just music, you know, and that could be, there could be a, a, um, a demand for, you know, electronic music or salsa or like, you know, I mean, whatever. And I yeah. think we can, we all have enough influences in, behind us that we can kind of like probably cover almost anything. I don't want to sound too cocky about that and say that it's like easy to do, but I just feel like. No, it's not easy to yeah. do, but like, it's totally like doable. It's like, right. um, it's not out of range at all. And that seems to be this world of where you're writing for productions. It's like, you can't limit yourself to like a one style, you know, which, you know, if you could, you, there's a different way you can look at this. You could be the best at the one style, you know, but I think it's, it's gonna hold, hold you down a little bit in this world to be like, no, we only do punk rock or we only do heavy metal or, well, you know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. all right, well, we have the, you know, that's just not the way it works, so. yeah. And do, do you guys, did you find it difficult? Cause like you guys have all been in bands and continue to be in bands and can you continue to work on your own music? But did you find it difficult to kind of take that step back and be kind of, I guess, behind the curtain rather than being that person on stage? Well, now there is no stage. Well, so. that's true. That's very true. So, so what are you going to do? But no, I, yeah, Johnny. No, no, you, you finish your time. No, I, I, I just wanted I just wanted to say that it's uh, for me it's a it, it's a good uh, evolution because I think anything you do out of your band or out of uh, punk rock it feeds back into the punk rock when you're back you know what I mean you have to keep yourself going the whole time so and like doing doing this or uh, hearing a song that that Baz worked on that is like more of, I don't know like in a totally different style like 80s or like trap music or whatever that style is called these days that throws me in uh, different directions and then I can write, suddenly write a song with some of that influence and then it's like a whole new original thing so I think I think it's a good thing I'm, I'm always open to these uh, these types of uh, changes I mean like Yotam said now with COVID it's like what other choice do we have right like yeah. this is I think what every band is starting to do, live streams, this kind of production is behind the curtains, right? I mean, for me speaking, when when Old Man Markley, my, my band on Fat, which is like a bluegrass punk rock thing, when we, when we sort of stopped playing, which was like in 2014, I certainly went through this like, 
panic mode of like, I, I don't know how, what to yeah. do. And now what? Yeah. what do I do now? Um, I mean, I've, I play in Youth Brigade, but that's only a few times a year, you know, who knows now, but like, it, it was, it was just this like, how do I, and, and I almost reached a point where I was like, I guess they ran its course, music is, that was it, and I'm, what am I gonna do? And um, when I got, when I met all these guys, I got pulled back into this side of it. And I, I, I had been pro doing some production home, but really just like DIY stuff, just just to try to keep myself busy, you know? I never really like saw the future in, in, in production, but it all, it's all production at the end of the day, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it's like, you start to realize that even being in a band, like not everyone in every band is, is as strong at production. Like that's why there's always someone or two people in a band that kind of drive it, you know what I mean? Which means they're, they're, they're the producers. They're making, they're making things, they're making ends meet, I guess. Right? Taking like an idea to making an album, mm -hmm. taking a, a, a one little backyard show and turning it into a full US tour. So like, these are all things that like, I know for sure, like Yotan's still touring up until pre-COVID with Useless ID. And after all those years of just being in this production of live music, you learn all of this, you know? And it's like, uh -huh. and now here it is, it's coming into play. And it gives us an opportunity to continue to write and continue to work. Because at the end of the day, the most important thing, speaking for myself, I think you guys would agree, is creation, is writing music that people can listen to and appreciate. As much fun as it is to go out and play, that's the real like goal, you know, yeah. is to leave that like this is what we did. This is us. This is our, our expressions and our, our art, you know. So, yeah, just 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 for example, uh, every time I'm writing an album, I'm kind of like fully invested in the project, and I I can't like distract myself with another project. But uh, due to COVID and other uh, circumstances, I I realized that I have I don't know like fifteen or twenty songs for this next record I was writing and I'm like I, I can't keep writing and writing and writing for this record so I'm going to leave this on the side if more songs come along cool but I'm going to shift and try to write a new useless ID album because <laughs> why why I don't know do something that you don't do and try try to get out of COVID with a few records done I, I don't know you know <laughs> so, so so it's it's pushing uh, th this whole era we're living in is is, is I think for, for all of us, it's really pushing us to, it's kind of like survival mode. Yeah, yeah I agree. I agree. All, the, all the stuff we're doing, you know, you, 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 you want to keep going. You want to work past it. You don't want to, you don't want to give into this whole world madness and just, you know, be depressed at home. So, yeah. How have you guys found kind of the workflow now that, cause like uh, Baz and Johnny, are together in, in LA and Yotam's overseas. How have you found kind of the workflow being separated and not being kind of in the same room? Or does that even matter now at this point with the progression of technology like like this, yeah. like Zoom, like being able to talk yeah, and throw stuff around? Yeah, it doesn't really matter anymore. Like uh, honestly, I mean, Yotam could be in the same uh, geographic area. It would be not that much difference, I feel like uh, it would be like uh, nice to have him like uh, under the shoulder to record some stuff it would be like more, you know, like uh, alive and, and human to feel like he's here and we can like celebrate after the tech is done, whatever. But uh, the human side aside for like only professional aspects, it, it, it I mean, we every time you write something, boom, it drops it to our mailbox, we send to it, work on it, boom, back and forth. He has, he has like uh, some gear to record at his place. Get our thing. I mean, it's 
it's going so fast. It's actually it it it, it makes us international too. Yeah. I mean, Yo yeah. Tom's got some bands out here that like are interested in working with other brats, and it's like, oh fuck, we got Yo Tom out over here. Like, yeah. you get to the UK, which is I think where you are right now, right, Yo Tom? Yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, I mean, Baz is from France. Same, uh, it's the same. same France. Yeah. It's I, the I same thing. People. And I, I, it's it's kind of makes it even stronger. Yo, we've already worked on several songs that Yo Tom will just record his vocal on a guitar, send it to us. We we start to do the production. And um, I mean, Yo Tom knows that we all know how to record like at that level, you know. So it's like, dude, and what's it's not that different. I mean, when Yo Tom was living with me down here, we recorded the Tommy and June. We were working every day like together, like, but we were also learning how to work together. What we were trying to accomplish or you know yeah I, I mean if if i was physically there now we'd probably uh, have an album done in a week we just like yeah, you know yeah, work, yeah. Work, the album's yeah. finished then i don't know probably call it la brats the album <laughs> it's coming it's coming yeah you you but yeah you, it's you, not a big deal not you, a big deal though. you'd have the album done in a week and then sit on it for a year <laughs> waiting for COVID 20 to yeah, that's how you do it <laughs> that, that yeah that's that's for me that's the hardest thing to do is like I hate keeping my mouth shut about stuff because I'm so excited about it. Like I've heard um, the here in Winnipeg. Um, I've been talking to kind of one of their, their talent buyers or the owner. And he told me about some of the stuff that they've, cause we had a big venue kind of shut down here and they've, the shows went from like an 800 cap room. And he told me one of the bands that they got. And I'm just like, he's like, will it do good? I'm like, yeah, it'll fucking sell out and it'll be, and I'll get to shoot it, and it'll be amazing. But I can't fucking say a word who, about who it. Who is it, Dwayne? What band? And like, I'm, I'm <laughs> so excited about that because I haven't seen them in years. When is the show? Uh, sometime in 2022. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm not totally sure. <laughs> What's You'll that? Have to send out the, what you just said, man. Oh yeah, of course it. I will. <laughs> I love that band though. They're they're so good, and I haven't seen them, God, since probably. They have one of the best songs ever written. Which is, well, it's the. Uh... Oh yeah, that, that's the hit. It's so good. <laughs> I wish I. Yeah, were... yeah. Great. We all, we all love them. There's, they we were buddies. I don't know back in back back in the day. Back in the day, I did, I did like a couple of shows in Vegas, and there'd be acoustic day was right mm -hmm. i did one of those with him super nice guy i own just to throw that in there i have no idea who you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> you'll like him baz They're... oh yeah okay we do like yeah i know one song <laughs> they got a really tight uh bass and drum unit they you do know? man they're, they're a good band so that's gonna be a show of 450 only that's I bet it, so they're just doing the half capacity of these venues so that they can give everybody the space, right? Well, I in twenty twenty two, who knows? Because oh, like, right. like the, the 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 big, not the big, but the mid size room here that holds eight hundred, it's eight hundred cap room. They ju it just closed and it turned into a COVID testing center. So who knows? By twenty twenty two, hopefully it'll be back up and running, maybe. But we Winnipeg's weird because we've got a lot of great little small venues. But we can go from like a hundred cap room to like a four hundred cap room, and then the eight hundred is the the medium size. But then it jumps from eight hundred to sixteen hundred, which is usually where No Effects plays at the Burt. And so you can't put you know that band 
in a 1600 cap room because it's going to be big and empty and shitty. Or, yeah, or yeah, like you can, you can close off both balconies, but it's still, it's still a big, big room that when, like I saw propaganda play there once and it was weird and gross because it, that's, that's not the stage for them, but yeah, there's nothing worse than playing the wrong room, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I but it makes me in Europe then they were like booked for like, it was like a 500 cap and it was like 25 people in the room. Like, no, <laughs> like that. Talk about deflate, deflation of the ego. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so have you guys found it? Um, I guess, you know, now that bands aren't can't tour, but have you found it hard to kind of find clients that are wanting to work on music? Cause like, that's all we've got to do right now is, is work on music. It's just the payoff is they can't tour to promote the album. So they're not making as much money on it, but have you found it more difficult or, are more people kind of, you know, jumping on board to, to do live streams even or stuff like that? That's it. The live stream is where I think is going to be a lot more people are going to start to find value in the, what we can do. Like, for, like, for example, the, the last two distillers productions that were up for Halloween and Christmas um, were, you know, this guy here basically did that whole production, like the video and audio and all this, you know? So like, I think it's, and that's an all kind of a new territory for bands, for production, like, yeah. understanding the expenses the we're even trying to figure it out you know but we did have a few bands that we were talking to that were that had to kind of kind of put a hold on things because i mean we're, we're talking about bands man like they don't have money we don't have money like we're not making money making going on playing music so yeah it's it's difficult i mean even even bands like fishbone yeah. we were working with you know with everything that's going down they're like hey we, we, we got to figure this out we don't have any money but I think what what's going to happen in our end is we're going to start to see a lot more business come from the editing side of things. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And that's where we want to be. I to be honest with you, as much as as much fun as it is to work with a band, at the the, the, the amount of time and yeah. uh, and from the three of us and 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 focus and and effort, it's gonna it's it, it, fucking it's expensive. It's mm -hmm. really expensive, and I just don't see bands being able to pull it off right now. Yeah. So if in order for us to continue to, to produce and work, like we're, we're looking at things like, Hey, it's so, uh, working with one producer who needs a score done. Yeah. Boom. Let's come out let's have a meeting about it. We'll help you write it. It's one or two of us or the three of us, whatever, however the, it, it works out working on a project and we get it done in a few days and we get paid to move on. You know what I mean? Cause the, the truth is, I think that there's always going to be money on that side of production when there's mm -hmm. like great productions. And just it's it's sad to say, but bands, I don't think bands really have a way of making money nowadays. You know. Yeah. Also, there's like this whole new this whole like world of um, you know like independent small artists uh, singers who have like no idea. I mean, who have no idea. Who have like uh, little ideas of like how to uh, do like you know, co covers or like uh, song rights, You know. And also, that's an opportunity for us to reach out to them and say, hey, we can like write you a song. Here's a deal. You don't have to pay anything, but if it works, you get a, you get a, a share or like a, we get this thing. So you can find like this. It's also part of our job to, as a producer, to scout out. Yeah, to be like, uh, ooh, that, that can be nice. We can do that for her or for him. Like, uh, because like uh, we can write a song. Your time, you had a song like one month ago, right? And like, um, that song can fit his vocal range. Let's write the vocal, boom, send that to, to him. 
If he likes it, he likes it. If it goes in production, go in production. If uh, it get picked, uh, get picked by uh, any, anything, it's like, boom. So it doesn't take us that much time. It's a little challenging because it put us in this kind of a producer uh, posture, saying like, yeah, what do you think of that guy? What do you think of that artist that should do something with that person? So like, and coupled with the, the you know, the streaming industry or like more uh, widely the, the um, uh, picture industry, right? Everything like uh, from advertisement to shows to movies or like the streaming, like we have so much work ahead of, ahead of us. What what are, <clears throat> excuse me, what are some of the, the latest things you worked on? Like you said, you did the, uh, the distillers uh, Halloween and I guess Christmas one coming up. What what's yeah, coming? Like, uh, I, I think it's stream this weekend. Today was the last day. Yeah. Or, oh, wait, okay. Tuesday, right? Or yesterday was the last day. I think it's yeah. a three-day stream. So do you yeah, guys have anything else in the pipeline, kind of kind of coming down? Yeah, we're, we have actually a Usus ID show from last year that's like like uh, going to be released as an album and a video, right? Yo, yo, Tom. Yeah, we're we're hoping for that, but that's um, kind of just like we're working with each other here. To, to it's it's less of a client versus like us working with each other. Yeah. But it's also, Usus ID who's just we great to put our have our name on it too you know so there's that um there's a band that baz was working with a few months ago yeah um, this girl band uh, what did we call it again or, uh the yeah yeah the wants to come record that's for an album we got like we got like 11 yeah 11 projects like uh, uh listed that just like are waiting for I mean, it's a matter of time when some people told us like, well, we're going to reach back in February or like you're looking for some money, same story, you know? Mm -hmm. I have like this French singer in France who's like uh, waiting to uh, get his um, TP kind of like, you know, kind of um, uh, crowdfunding. Uh, and as soon as he's got it, it's going to come at us. So like- most doing like a Kickstarter thing? Yeah. Raise the money? Yeah. It's, it's half, I would say it's half, uh, half, um, uh, artists, bands that want to do like records with us and out uh, uh, streaming uh, production or, or like uh, ads, you know, like uh, working on just a little jingle, one minute jingle. Oh, the, there's a uh, Days and Days is a band that Fat Records put out last year. We did their album. And the guys uh, in that band have another band called Escape the Zoo who are just sort of tracking. They wanted to track with us again, but with everything that's gone going on, they're they're gonna do the tracking at home and they're gonna be sending us like the mix and mastering job. So that's gonna that's probably next in line. And uh, for me, I finished producing a band from Czech uh, called Krang, and that was uh, pretty much my first production done completely remote. You know, not I didn't I know the guys, but I I didn't meet them face to face and start working with them on songs. That was all via Zoom, and via Facebook chats and. It was quite quite the thing, but but the album came out great. Everything sounded great. I'll I'll send it to you guys by yeah. the way. So Yo Tom, you were like you did the whole producing via a laptop in the studio where you were just there with them, but at home technically, right? Like you, yeah, you, pretty much. I mean, they just for an example, they'd go like after we we worked on the structures of the song and then it was time to record it. Like we all knew, okay, that's what we're doing. So let's say they'd record the the drums send me the drums they send me the drums i listen to it i get no that, that part's wrong play that beat and then once we got the drums done they they went went to bass they sent me the drums and bass together okay change that that note's a bit out of tune you know it's kind of like 
a lot of back and forth all the time. Any instrument that's recorded, including vocals and for harmonies, I, I just, you know, had, had to have them uh, wait. And I wanted, I just worked on that separately. And that's what I learned from Johnny, from watching Johnny work. Like, uh, there's like a special, uh, like I, I always recorded harmonies, but watching, uh, watching Johnny work on harmonies, like, you know, you first uh, start your, your, uh, the your natural approach to the harmony and then you say okay wait what else is in the bag and then you try a bunch of weird shit and uh, and and the weird shit that you try you know just by changing like one note here one note there that that can be the the one so i've uh, taken that approach to my uh you know work ethic and i i work you know for hours on the harmonies i send it to them they resung most of them <laughs> so so that's how it was pretty much Awesome. Well, I want to thank you guys for sitting down and talking to me today. Um, where can people find out more about the LA Brats? Uh, it's, 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 we have like the corner page, but I don't think it's going to be uh, good. I see what website, website, www.labrats. It's like labrats, the uh, production.com. Labratsproduction.com. Yeah. Yeah. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. We're actually we're actually exploring other platforms like uh, we're 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 we're, in, we're talking about a Twitch channel. Wait, yeah, yeah, we want we want to explore that thing because like I think it can be cool to, when you when you record like that's gonna be when we start to record people, so that's gonna be obviously linked to the health situation, right? But uh, I assume like this thing gonna be more secure. We'd like to invite the artists you just tracked or record or produced with the labrats you invite them for a special show and so you can stream the special show and then promote the artist uh the the new albums new production video whatever it is so we had like this idea of doing like this um, live stream to conclude or like promote the production yeah. artists would do at the it's i mean it's a great idea it's like it's a full collaboration yeah. effort of where we would like promote this day of once a week or however it goes where we yeah we, we collaborate with somebody we do a little production in those two-hour stream where we create a song we offer the song to the subscribers yeah yo tom would have a, a channel where he's doing everything from instructional songwriting to playing albums um i've talked about doing streams with the technical side of guitar repair you know things like that and mm. like um, but I don't know. We're still trying to figure all this out. We're just trying to stay on top of it and, and with yeah. the game, you know? Well, it's a good thing you got a young guy there to to tell you old guys what, what Twitch is. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. That's me. Can you say that again, Dwayne, please? <laughs> How old am I? How old am I? <laughs> oh, geez. He's, 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 getting, he's getting aggressive hey, right, here. Though. No, it's, it's true. I mean, Yotam and I are four, you're 41 now, Yotam? No, Yotam. I'm 45. <laughs> <laughs> 45. <laughs> Yo, Tom and I are what 40, yeah. 41? Yeah, yeah. Hey, dude, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna turn thirty in uh, four months. Not even thirty already. Yeah, wow. like twenty five. So, so I'm just bragging right now. Yeah, I, yeah, have, my I have three more months to go. That's it. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm bragging. Yeah. it's over. But you know, it's true. I, I there is some truth to that. It's with this ever changing business. I mean, I'm I feel like I got left behind on the technical side and this like what Basil come to me and be like, dude, this is, and I'm like. <laughs> okay, guys. <laughs> like, where do I go? You know, and I, I, you know, man, I, I'm not. I don't think we're that old yet. No. But I feel like I'm starting to knock on that door. You know, and like 
I, I get it now. Maybe I've just spent too much time in Youth Brigade. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that, Joey. <laughs> but um, yeah, it is great. I, I love our team, and we're we're excited for twenty twenty one. I'm I'm excited to see what you guys have um, coming down the tube that you can't talk about because, like I said before, it's it's one of those things that I get excited about when I hear, and you know, just knowing the talent that I'm talking to right now, I can't even fathom what's, what's either completed or starting to get going or whatever. So, um, I'm going to put all the information in the description. If people want to get a hold of you, check your stuff out. Um, that'll be all in the description of the podcast, but a huge thank you to you guys again for taking the time to talk to me, uh, now, as well as everybody's individual podcasts. Hopefully this will be out. I'm, I'm shooting sometime in the new year. I'm going to take a little bit of time off for Christmas because I don't want to do anything for a couple weeks. Not that I'm doing anything anyway, but you know, I want to do less than nothing. You want to really, really slum down. And yeah, just like... exactly. <laughs> but, your all day. But, you thank, it, but thank you guys so much. Thank you. You're very welcome. And yeah, thank, thank you. you we appreciate it. Well, there you go. There was my conversation with the guys in LA Brats. I hope everybody really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed doing it. Uh, you may have noticed I had to censor some things out. I'm, I'm, I was privy to and am privy to some stuff. And, you know, we got talking about it. You don't need to know what I said. That's too bad for you. So thank you to Johnny, Yotam, and Baz for taking the time out of their busy schedule to talk to me. Like I said off the top, it would have been wonderful if I could do this in person. All three, I've only met, I mean, I know Johnny fairly well. Uh, met Yotam very, very briefly, and I haven't met Baz yet. So hopefully at some point that will get to happen because they, they are all so gracious and so wonderful. And it was great to learn kind of what the LA Brats do and how they came together and the, the ideas behind it and how all three guys kind of work together yet separately and how they've they've learned to work over you know over zoom over the internet you know it's it's been it's it's been a very interesting year let's let's not mince words here it's you know we've all had to learn how to do new stuff um how to do it do do old stuff but in a new way i don't i'm trying to stay away from the word pivot because i hate that word whatever we've all had to to relearn how we're doing stuff so it's great to learn how they learned I'm saying learned a lot, um, how they figured out how to do their stuff. And hopefully, you know, I hope they get busy. I hope they get back to touring in some cases. I know Useless ID has some good stuff coming out, coming out, coming up, working on. They're all busy. So thank you, thank you, thank you for sitting down and talking to me, guys. And a big thank you guys to for listening. Uh, it, it means the world to me. I love doing this show. I love talking to folks. The, the next episodes I have coming up are are very interesting, I think. Um, hopefully you think so too. They are, I'm talking to a lot of behind the scenes folks. So I've got some tour managers lined up. Uh, I've got some folks from True North lined up. It's, it, it's, it'll be a good kind of, kind of month of, of interviews. And, you know, a lot of these people that work behind the scenes actually played music at one point. Still, some still do. And so, you know, they've, they've got more of a backstory than just being that person at the venue that you see all the time. So 
I hope everybody really enjoys this. I really enjoy doing it. Again, a big thank you to the fine folks over at the WPG. Head over there, the WPG.ca. Check them out. There's, I mean, there's not a lot of stuff going on right now. There is some good online content going on, which is great. But hopefully, you know, with the restrictions easing, like I said off the top, hopefully there will be shows happening socially just i don't something will be happening hopefully especially with winter finally starting to break here in winnipeg so i hope everybody really enjoyed the interview i really enjoyed it there's no music on this one because i played their other three at the other three so yeah there you go i hope everyone's staying safe and talk soon <laughs>